Hello, 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 and welcome back to Show Talk Podcast, place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. We're here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are back with another episode for season two. Season two of Motherland for Salem. After an entire year of promoting this show, talking about this show, making friends with people of this show. Honestly, my friends are sick and tired of me. My friends are sick and tired because all I've been doing is asking people to watch the show before this new season has come out. And I'm like, it's a quick watch. It's 10 episodes. Relax. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. There's powerful women. There's witches. There's diversity. There's LGBTQ plus IA representation. It's all there. Just watch the show. And so many have and so many have loved it as much as I have. And I'm so excited to talk about this season with you guys, especially with all the previews and snippets and sneaks and interviews that we've had so far for this show and this season. It looks good. It looks scrumptious. I feel like we're going to be fed, okay? Because the budget, the budget has been met. (laughs) It's a little thing me and my friend likes to say every time a new show comes out and we see the previews for it and it looks good and it looks like... They've put in a little bit more money. They've gotten a little bit more funding. It looks even better than the first. This is what we're saying. The budget has been increased. And when I've looked at these previews and these snippets, the outfits, the seed, the magic, it's there. It's there and I'm ready to watch all of it. But let's get into it a little bit. What have we seen? What have we not seen? Speculation. Ships that we hope are going to be going to sail this season. Let's talk about it a little bit so we can all prepare. We can all get into it. Just get ready because honestly, we haven't really had a lot of information about what this season is going to be about. It's mostly been just reminding us of what this last season has been with our recaps and the after show. And so for the last two weeks, all of these promos and snippets and interviews have really just got the ball rolling on what the possibilities for this season could be. I mean, where we last left off, there was the big shroom boom (laughs) where we saw Abigail and Raelle have to join powers or forces to keep each other alive after fighting the Camarilla. And we saw Tally become a biddy in order to save Alder and having to abandon her unit. And that's going to change a lot of things. One, because we saw the mushrooms from last season. We know that they have to some way connect between life and death. And for them to have connected with Rael after they had cut her finger shows some kind of bond that might be happening between those two forces. And there was that one snippet that we saw where it looked like Rael was using her seed and something was coming towards her, but in the end attacked her, which would might be the, the mushrooms. And maybe it's them calling to her or maybe she feels drawn to them and that's something that we're going to have to work through for this season um if there is a connection that they have because we do know that Rael is powerful and one way that we know that is the fact that she can resist a lot of 
the songs and seeds that have been used during her training that we've seen, and the fact that her mother wants her so badly on Team Spree just has to show how powerful Rael is. And so for her powers to be connected to this huge mushroom being that controls maybe life or death that might change the game a lot when it comes to her powers when it comes to her seed and what that means whether or not she's on side spree or side motherland we also now have to consider whether or not that reach goes to abigail now since they've connected their powers together to keep each other alive because we do know that they they survived luckily but what does that mean if they are connected in that way is abigail connected to the wall and if she is is her powers increasing and becoming stronger than what they were we see in the the trailers her using her seed to control the tornadoes which i'm very excited about because that's all i've been waiting to see since season one because remember we got to see in the beginning of season one when they were talking about moving up from training and when they got to college how they'd be on more defensive spells like using their seeds to create tornadoes and the only time we've actually seen them use their spells together to create something so strong and defensive and just powerful is when they've used their tuning forks to increase their power and that was oh one of my favorite episodes anytime the unit actually comes together as a whole to use their powers was actually my favorite episode but that scene itself when they all came together and were so powerful enough that it became uncontrolled and that it had to be shut down by the other members uh, just showed us that how powerful the girls could be so if Abigail is increasing in power and Riel is increasing in power. We have to question whether or not Tally this season is also going to be increasing in power on her own. And it may not be through the connection that she has through the wall, but through the power and connection that she has with General Alder and what that means in the time that she was a biddy. Because we know eventually that Tally isn't going to become a biddy anymore. She's going to be unraveled and be able to go back to her unit. And we see this a little bit in the trailers when we see them kind of using the forks or a smaller version of the fork to unravel the connection between her and Alder. But even once that connection is technically broken, I don't feel like she would have lost the history and knowledge that Elda had passed on to her while she was a biddy. So there might be some things, some seeds, some work that she'll be able to use um, that might be able to enhance her power because that's another thing that we have to keep in mind that Tally is a seer or she's a knower and so what she knows and sees while she's been connected to Alder might enhance what she already has. And once the unit comes back together again, I don't know if they have to do something special like a ritual again in order to, for them to be connected. But once they are able to be connected again, will that power and will that knowledge just make them so much stronger than they already are? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I also think that we still have things that we're going to learn more as well specifically from Adil and Kalita because remember those two have very important seeds that Alder wants because they are very powerful and they kind of connect to her past as well and so 
we know that Adil and Abigail have a relationship. And if we go a little bit frame by frame, we see when Abigail is using the tornadoes in the preview that there is a man standing behind behind her, which we can assume is Adil. And if he sees how powerful she is and learns like what she wants to do, maybe he will give up the song and seed for her. Although he'd probably have to get Kalita's permission. So who knows? And also there's the fact that, see, I'm worried about (laughs) random tangent, Um, but I'm worried about Abigail and Adil's relationship because one, Abigail's still going through so much trauma from when she was attacked by the spree. Two, now she's almost died. Now she's almost died. She was left alone with Rael to fend for herself. Who knows how they were able to come back to the army, what they had to do in order to come back to the army. So we're going to see a whole different side of trauma on Abigail. And we already know that Adil has gone through so much with the war, with people killing his people for his seed and everything that he's seen. And we've already had that conversation season one and how he doesn't want to be part of that. He doesn't want to be part of the the army. He doesn't understand why Abigail would want to be part of that. He feels like she hasn't really seen the world. Well, now she has. She's seen the, the, the good and the bad part of it. And she's going to have to process that all on his, her own. And in that moment, in that, that preview, when she tells him, it's time to go to war or whatever. I don't know if he's going to be able to accept it or understand where she's really coming from. But I really like them together. And so I don't want that relationship to end. But I don't know. I don't know. I hope it stays strong. I hope that Adele sees what Abigail is going through and decides to help her and teach her what he does know, the seeds that he does have in order for her to be able to fight. Because like Tally says in the previews, they all have now a common enemy. And that common enemy is the Camarilla. And now that the army is going to have to acknowledge that they need other witches to come forward, it's going to change the ball game because now we're gonna have to combine with the spray and who knows how that's going to work because now if we do decide to combine with the spray because witches are literally dying literally dying that means that abigail is going to have to face her trauma with what happened to her and what the spree did to her. Rael is going to have to face her trauma with the fact that if she finds out her mom is leading the spree, also with Scylla on the other side, and if she decides to join them from that. And then also with General Alder now having to put her faith and trust into people that she's fought for for so long who haven't believed in her who've tried to kill her who've tried to take her position like that's going to change the game a lot but it's going to be interesting to see because if we do go outside of the army and away from this little bubble that we've learned for an entire season and go into other cultures and other parts of the world to find more witches with different seeds that could really have us learn so much more about other people's work and other people's seed and and what they do differently that might change what the army later does. I mean, look at that 
connection that General Alder has with Kalida. And even though their their seeds are very similar, Kalida leads her people and they live a very isolated life because of everyone wanting what she has. But they have their own history and culture and things that the army doesn't have. And that's probably one of the main reasons that they want it so bad. So for them to go past this bubble, the army, and interact with other witches either across the globe or in their own region, if we find witches that have been in hiding, that's going to change the game a lot, which means we might also get new characters. And I'm very excited to see. I feel like we've seen maybe like a, a handful of new characters that might be regulars this season, but I, I hope that we do get new characters because I feel like every time we've gotten a new character, they've added such diversity and just quality to the show as a whole and I'm excited to see what new people will bring to season two. Oh, you know what I'm also really excited to see this season? Anacostia and Scylla's relationship. Not like I ship them or anything like that, but the fact that it's so different. It's a full yin and yang situation because one, we have to keep in mind that Anacostia has been raised and lived this military life her entire life. Alter is basically her mother. Okay, and so for her to turn around and doubt Elder after everything that she's seen and join quotes, I'm, I'm doing quotes here, join the spree with Scylla in order to find her own truth is probably like the biggest betrayal, but also gonna have us question everything because if we're seeing everything through the the lens of Anacostia this season, if we get to, we're gonna have to question a lot of what we've learned because we've put our faith so far in this army in season one and in what we've learned that they can do and how they've protected everyone for so many years and the history that they've had and the bigotry that they've faced that we've put our faith or a lot of our faith into the army this season and we've automatically, or at least I've automatically, tried not to but have seen the spree as the bad guys so now to see everything in Anacostia's lens and Scylla's lens on another side of things that might have us change up who we actually follow and believe this season although I am a strong Alder fan I'm sorry I love this woman she is my leader She's sacrificed so much for so many people. She's had to sign the accords for her own people and people are just so ungrateful. So, oh, I'm already getting getting upset. I'm getting heated. I'm telling you now, I'm going to be screaming about Alder all season like I did last season. I'm going to be doing it again because she's done so much and she's sacrificed so much. And yes, has she messed up? last season season one yes we know she has but at the end of the day witches would still be in shackles being hunted and burned at the stake if it wasn't for her sacrifices had to be made betrayals had to be done for her to get where she is to be able to protect the witches that she has and we can't even say that she's in the wrong i mean look at kalita's people they've been in hiding and running running for their entire lives to be safe where alder has her army and she can have people be free and learn their seed and their work 
and still protect the community. And yet, and yet we're going to have Anacostia doubt that and how that's going to change their relationship and how that's going to change Alder altogether as a whole, as if she could trust people. Oh no. Oh, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess because she already doesn't trust anyone. She trusts Anacostia. And if Anacostia leaves, you know what? I don't think it's going to be a bad, I don't think it's going to be that bad. And I, the only way I'm saying this is because in the trailer, we do see Anacostia still with her braids and we know what the braids represent. So the fact that she still has her braids, even as she goes and works with Scylla shows still some kind of connection and loyalty that they have to one another. So we're going to hold on to that. And I will be looking, I will be looking for people with braids this season to see who is on our side and who's not. Am I low-key afraid of our own army people, though? Kind of. Because that scene where we saw in the trailers of when Rael and Abigail finally come back together and come back to the compound, come back to the base, and they're being tested and watched by Alder and the committee and the other biddies, I'm like, mmm, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right, which is why probably Rael doesn't trust anyone, which is why Abigail's probably not trusting anyone. And why Tally is telling them to like, you know, Tally still has that bitty mentality and she's telling everyone to just, you know, we have a true enemy to focus on, forget what's happening to Alder. And I just don't want, I just don't want the army to use Abigail and Rael and what they've created and what they've become as a negative thing. And I'm stressed. I'm literally stressed. But fingers crossed, right? Because I, like I've said, we've been put in this mentality that the army is great and they've done so much and they are the way that when we start seeing things in different lenses, it's going to change a lot of our feelings and thoughts about certain people, about the army altogether. Oh, it's going to be scary. <laughs> relationships let's talk about relationships this season I know I talked a little bit about Adil and Abigail and hoping that they stay together but what do we think about Rael and Scylla are they going to stay together this season I honestly don't know do I think that they're gonna meet up this season yes do I think Scylla's gonna be able to stay away from Rael no and if we do find out about the spree and end up working with the spree in some way and Rael does find out about her mom the chances of Scylla and Rael staying away from each other, it's going to be slim. It's going to be slim to none. But we all know how I feel about this relationship. I feel like in order for me to fully accept this relationship, that Scylla's going to have to do a whole lot of groveling and apologizing and she needs a whole redemption arc for me to even be like team Rael and Scylla at this point. And it's only because I want to protect Rael because she's my little, like my little baby, my little witchling baby. And, and I don't want to see her hurt. And I could tell that that hurt was going to come from a mile away in the beginning of season one. And so although I've seen moments with them together that I do love and appreciate and the representation alone is what makes me happy to see. I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not a fan. And I'm really hoping that if we do get a new actor or actress with this season, that uh, Rael can look for someone new. Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Don't get mad at me. But I just want her to be able to see someone else and be able to put her trust in someone else 
and realize that it doesn't have to come with all of this drama that the relationship that her and Scylla had. And then for her to realize if she does really want to be with Scylla, for her to be able to put down her boundaries. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like the relationship, but I'm, I'm hoping for the best because I know so many people like that relationship. But anybody shipping Anacostia and Scylla though, now that they're going to be working together, I feel like that might be something that rises from the dust. And then also, I saw Tally and Alder. <laughs> that to me was hysterical. Are we really shipping Tally and Alder? Can that be a thing? I mean, if only for a joke, I feel like that'd be hysterical. I don't think it would be a thing. I think they're more of a mentor relationship. And I feel like since Anacostia is going away, that Alder might be putting a lot of her focus and she might depend on Tally a little bit more to just keep herself in check and in focus in that everything that she's doing is right. So I think it'll be a mentorship lean type of thing that we'll see between them. But I thought that was hysterical. I thought that was cute. You know what relationship I really don't want to see this season? Tally and Garrett, yo. <laughs> I don't want to see that at all not even a speck throw it away especially after finding out that he's married throw it all away I don't want to see that relationship at all I really hope that if we do get a new actor that Tally gets a new relationship and hey if Tally ends up bisexual I'm totally here for that as well because we all saw it okay I've been watching too many fan vids of Tally being bisexual and I'm a fan and I hope that we can explore that a little bit more if Tally was bisexual, who out of her unit would she be with? Abigail or Rail? I weirdly think that if I had to choose, I would say that her and Abigail would probably work the best. Because, like, they'll balance each other out. It's like, you know, the whole um, black and, and pink kind of relationship mix I feel like that's like Abigail and Rael. They're two weird coins of the same pod, you know, that are just, they balance each other. So that's a weird relationship that I would ship. And I'll probably be the only one, but still. Um, what else? What other relationships have we seen? I think that's all about, I think that's all the relationships we've really seen. I'm really excited to see our crew again of the army like I can't wait to see Muppet again I can't wait to see oh just so many characters that we've just adopted for the past year I mean after after Elizabeth's death man ugh I'm, I'm ready to put my love and faith into other members of this show again and I'm so excited I'm just so excited and honestly, I just hope you guys are too. That's pretty much all I have for you today on episode zero of Mullen Fort Salem for season two tomorrow. I'm so excited to start this season with you guys. I will be live tweeting every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And hopefully new episodes will be out Wednesday, so the next day of this podcast for you guys to just get my recap on everything. There were a few things that I pinpointed and noticed in the previews that I'm not going to mention now because I feel like once we get a full picture of it this season, you guys are going to want to hear my thoughts even more. So until then, I'll hold it in. But 
what are your theories? What are you excited for? What are you not excited for? Who are you excited to see? What relationships do you want to see? What are your questions? Let me know. I hope to see more of you guys. If you want to see more of me, you can always follow and subscribe to this podcast at Show Talk Podcast on any of your podcast platforms or you can follow me on twitter at show talk podcast for any updates on this episode and this season and this show and other shows or send me an email at showtalkpodcast at gmail.com or check out my website showtalk.blog for more information but if you stuck with me this long thank you very much i can't wait to see you soon but like always keep on talking